We sitting there practicing the whole time and fucked it up. Yeah, man. I got you on. Alright, this is Max Boogie and I'm chilling with Daydream the DJ on the best podcast, Neat, Comma, Straight Up or On the Rocks. The podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? Born and raised on the east side of Buffalo, writing and creating music started for him as an outlet where he could open up and express himself in ways that he never did before. That was the beginning phase. When he actually started pursuing music, that's when he learned he had a passion for it. He wanted to create music about life and experiences in order to reach as many people who may be going through the same type of real life situations as he was. It was the only thing that he could see himself doing to change his life as well as the other people's lives around him. He's been actively pursuing music since 2018. That's what sets him apart from a lot of other artists. His authenticity. He's humble. He's genuine. And he doesn't have ill intentions for anyone, even if you have ill intentions for him which is something you might not come across every day in today's world. He believes that he has his own style and sound when it comes to his craft. And honestly, over the past four years, he's put a lot of work in, and it's finally starting to pay off for him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Max Boogie. He is the second place winner at the Natural Hustle Entertainment's second annual Performing with a Purpose Juneteenth Celebration event. You may have also heard him on the radio last month for 716 Homegrown Heat Show with his single, King or Pawn. I didn't get that single, by the way. I got two other songs, but we'll mention that one now. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, bro. Um, he performed at numerous venues, including Stamps, The Bar, Varsity Theater, Buffalo Grill and Ale House, Buffalo Ironworks, The Groove Lounge, as well as the Union Tavern in Boston, Somerville, Massachusetts. I fucking hate Boston, just so you are aware. <laughs> it is what? so racist. There. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You, you, yeah, you get that vibe, though. Uh, yeah. I actually got, I was with a bunch of white people, and my wife, who's like three people, three different, black, Hispanic, and German. So she's three different people. Um, so we were at a, a club, and we were going in, and I was dressed the people we was with weren't dressed. So we were just chilling, right? Yeah. Going into the, we get up and they stopped me. I don't have a hat on. I got on shoes. I got on slacks. I got a button down shirt. It's like, you can't come in with that. I was like, what are you talking about? It was like, your shoes. We don't like your shoes. It's like, oh. And they, they have, what they had on. They had, they were just dressed like they was going to the gym type stuff. <laughs> so I look and I'm, you know, cause I'm at the end of the line. I wasn't paying no attention. I look over and I'm like, but you know, I'm there with them. You know, they in there throwing money. And, she, you know, they turn around. It's like, oh, he can't come in? All right. I want my money back for what I just bought. Yeah. And they like, no, no, let him in. Let him in. Like, All yeah. right. Come on. I was like, you motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Everybody else in there look like whatever. Here I am, one of the only black people in there. That's, and he, when we go out, we go out. And I wore shoes on purpose in Boston. So I'm going to take these shoes on purpose. No sneakers. Just in case. And just in case happened. Yeah. So, um. What's up, man? How you been? Man, I'm living, man. You know. That's so, good. that's good. It's good to hear. <laughs> we still here. Hip-hop artists always have a little bit to say. I think they always save it 
for the music that they make, <laughs> right? right? You ever notice that mm-hmm. when they do interviews, it's so little to say. Um, tell us the social media stuff, and then we could jump into your banger real quick and talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can find me at um, on Instagram, Max underscore Boogie BND. You can find me on Facebook. I just created the artist page at Max Boogie. You can find me on YouTube, BND Music. You know, um, that's pretty much that's that's about it. That's where I'm at. Okay, where right. I'm at right now. That's all right. Um, I also need to talk to you about my website, by the way. So we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna listen to Max Boogie. The name of the song is entitled Buffalo Strong. Uh, this is a banger. Um, he already knows how I feel about it. So when we come back, I'm going to let y'all know how I feel about it. And then probably say some stuff I already said to him. And then he's going to say some stuff he already said to me. And then we're going to say some new stuff. So y'all can hear the new stuff. And then we'll figure all that out. So it's called Buffalo Strong. I think it's a revolutionary song. I think it's an awesome song. So we'll be right back after this. Take this to the Jeff 10. Black America, Black America. Uh, uh. Now I done did some things I probably should have never had. Never had. Off the strip, I'm trying to bring my family better last. For the part of town where we be dying, trying to see a bad part of town. And when they make the news, these cowards got the nerve to laugh. Cowards, man. Cowards, yeah. man. I bet it's funny, ain't it? Funny, Would you be laughing if we really left them walls painted? Would you laugh? Blood red to let them know that all the love dead. Let and just know, because let I can't know. trust them if he turn red. How it feel? How it feel? Mm. You know that answer too. Yeah. These motherfuckers yeah. wouldn't eat without that silver spoon. Nah. So I ain't nah. even gotta tell you. Step into my shoes. We all you know they wouldn't you. make it off the block with you. Nah. White privilege here nah. tonight. When you know it's true. You know it's Cause true. at this point, you just true. confirming what we know is true. Yeah. Your family good, yeah. you letting in the quiet. Exists. You let it happen. Just as racist as these cowards shooting innocents. This ain't ignorance. It's real experience. We tired of being targets. Off the shit that y'all started yawning. Built America from false claims, false causes. False causes Not to mention off the backs of all my forefathers. Turn around and trying to hear my brother's false charges. So that the average ghetto kid won't even have fathers. They must the killers. They must be kidding. Which of these mass murders was we the ones pulling triggers? To be a fast learner, our only chance was survival. Cause every time we wake, somebody wanna be rivals. And when we never break, they efforts come even harder. And yet we still break through oppression and even slaughter. Through the pain, they the Fall from across the waters But we was kings and queens But now we bout to go harder Trying to torch my city They can't do us harm Or you ain't know that clown We too beat low strong You heard Never spook, we gon' speak nothing but the truth So tell whoever got a problem, we say what it do My ancestors is kings, yours liars They said they discovered a miracle, y'all try it Can't hold us, we done cut through the strings and barbed wires And yeah, they left cuts and it stings, we still riders So we gon' give it up what we bring, saw fire Cause four hundred years is enough, we all tired Don't know if y'all heard I ain't trying to hear it. Nah, Talking about stay nah. home. Bitch, we been live fearless. Yeah. That's what's in our DNA. Yeah. It's the reason we be great. great. Taking chances yeah. every day. Uh, At the table, uh, saying grace. Staying in this freedom race. We gon' keep a heavy pace until heavy we break pace. it through heavy. this tape. 
And let them see our face and let them know we hit a straight Bitch, we ain't going nowhere Jeans and everything Hitting bunnies to a slow jam I done stumped this whole section, dog, east side Still blasting in the birds, we don't creep by Look at everything we lost, we still flawless Them is just they went to break us, we still stronger All these weapons formed against us, we still ballers Dogs, water holes and all, they can't stall us We ain't turn around, we gon' burn it down The real idiots decided, that's what Byron Brown This is a war call, let them hear the sound Cause when it's on, dog Ain't no backing down, it's for the city too But this is global news How many matches they gon' light before we blow the fuse? It's that real pressure, built for real steppers Who gon' protect us? That's the real question We the show patience, and all they show is hatred Saturday, May 14th, that's a deal breaker Racist cops and politicians, they gon' still hate us They gon' punch around the clock, come out and tailgate us But some replacement theory, and if it was true I guess that's karma for you, look what God do Jeff Tent, Jeff Tent. said 11 of the 13 were struck by gunfire were black and that the attack would be investigated both as a hate crime and an act of racially motivated violent extremism under federal law, which said in a statement that it removed the lives of the attack less than two minutes after it started. I'm sorry, it's legal now. Oh, good. You won't be, you won't be self-incriminating yourself. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's legal now. Um, yeah, man, I, I really, truly appreciate that track. Thank you. Uh, you said a lot of stuff in there. Um, and again, like we talked about before, I, I, I appreciate artists. So I'm, I'm happy that you're here. I'm extremely happy that you're here. I'm even more happy I was able to hear that because uh, sometimes when I listen to music, and we talked about earlier the difference between a rapper and an artist, I have a tendency to kind of group them in together, yeah. right? Based on the music alone until I hear it. Yeah. Then I can go and say, but sometimes, you know, I'm stuck in the seventies, stuck in the eighties. I mean, there were some banging ass albums back then. Like yeah. it's hard to replace that kind of music. Yeah. But what you did with this song here um, is exactly the type of music I listened to. This came from your soul, right? right. And you exactly. said you produced it. So yeah. tell me more about it. Man, um, just man, I, I got like I said, it was inspired by the event that um you know May Fourteenth what happened at top. I personally got on um, my aunt working there, mm. my um my cousin working there, my aunt missed it by minutes. Right, he right, just right. went home. My cousin he missed it by seconds. He was there when it happened. He went to go and um he was talking to the security guard mm -hmm. right before dude came in. Only thing that let him from the front of the store, which if he was there, he would have got killed. You know right. what I mean? Only thing that let him from the front of the store is he had to go and clock out. Wow. So he was, you know what I mean? But, um, wow. so yeah, it was just, it was, it was real personal for me. So I was, man, I was inspired by that event to create some, some real words. And then at the same time, being an artist, I was like, I might not even do it because then I was starting to see artists Dude. or, ra yeah, rappers. Yeah whatever you want you know do the same thing but i'm like nah because i'm gonna do it my way you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's what's gonna make it stand out for me yeah so yeah. no yeah. doubt man I, it stood out I, if if you didn't hear it you probably want to replay what you just heard um to hear exactly what was placed in between the the beats um because the beats are melodic yeah. you know what i mean there yeah. is that that halo 
of someone screaming but sound like they're singing yelling mm-hmm. type of thing yeah. and that kind of puts you in a trance at some points yeah. and it, it sometimes gets you to where you may miss some of the good stuff that's in there right mm-hmm. and we were talking about earlier some some albums and some songs are just missing some stuff yeah. you've got a full body song there you yeah. know it's like a really good drink because it's all there and you got to yeah. keep going back and i appreciate that that's the artistry yeah. for me that's what separates it so What's your process when you go to create something like this? Man, um, I mean, first you want to think about, I mean, for me, like I said, I produced the track. Mm-hmm. So I definitely wanted to like find something that would basically reflect the situation, reflect what I'm talking about. I mm-hmm. feel like it's a lot of soul in the, in the beat, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's where I started from the ground up. So then from there, I mean, you just, um, you take it and... Yeah, what you really feel with it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As long as it's authentic, it's going to sound authentic, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, in the process of this, do you end up doing um, two songs at once? Or do you stick with one song all the way through and then go back and redo that song? Only an artist knows what I'm talking about. Who's <laughs> written to beats before. Yeah, yeah. Because one thing comes out. Yeah. And then you look at and listen to it, and then you go back and you edit it. Yeah. And some people scrap it and go all the way back in and do it all yeah, over. Yeah, that's so, crazy. You, yeah. ask that. you know what? That's exactly what happens. Yep. So how, did that happen for you? It did. It yeah. did. It definitely did. I, I recorded it first, and um, you know, like you said, you just you listen to it, and it's like, nah, I don't, you know what I mean. So I went back and re-recorded it. Now I, you know, a lot of times I don't know. The first take might be like the practice track, real mm-hmm. for real. And once you go back, you can get everything you really feel. You put that in your delivery, your voice, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you get the, yeah, the finished product. So, yeah, with this, that definitely did happen. Yeah. So, so did you finish it, finish it, or were you like, what, what was his name? Birdman. <laughs> is we finished or is we done? Nah. And you, you know what I mean? Like, you get to the end of it and you're happy with it. Yeah. Or are you still kind of like in your head, like, I I might have want to put this here or I could have did this and should have yeah. did that? Nah, I do um, I would say I finished it. I would say I finished it. And then, but I, you know, once I listened to it and stuff, I was like, "Miss, it's something missing with it. You know what I mean? So, you know, I went back and add, even from just ad-libs, everything you do is what make a track. So, right. for sure. Well, that's the mark of another artist. Again, you, you always look at your work and yeah. always know and feel like, oh, I could do something better. Yeah. And yeah. people often do things and you never know what I'm thinking about when I'm doing what I'm doing, right? right? So I'll do it and you'll be like, oh, that looks great or oh, that's it. But I, in my head, I'm going, yeah, but I still could add or I still could take away or I still could fix or I still could try to make it look better. So it's yeah. good to hear that you was finished with it because yeah. that's a lot of work in there. That's just a big track. Yeah, you don't sure. hear stuff like that anymore. Yeah, no. You inspired me to go back into my 90s music, which is what y'all was listening to when you walked in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's sure, good. Man. So tell me about the name Max Boogie. Told you I was going to ask you. Right Man. off the rip. <laughs> and I told you I got you. Yep. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, it ain't really no, it's not a date for real. What happened was, man, I had a, um, one of my peoples, man, that started back in high school. Hmm. He just started coming up to me, man, and started calling me Boogie, you know. And um, I had a lot of people, I had a lot of different nicknames growing up. When I was young, I was, you know, chubby. I had my cousin, they called me Fat Boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know a lot guy of, named Fat Mike. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I call this dude Fat Mike. Yeah, uh, but I, uh, ever, ever since I've known him, I've known him as Fat Mike. 
Yep. But then, um. That's the hood for you. Wow. Uh, yeah, I had. Man, people called me Mad Max. I'm like. But then I hear. I, a lot of times, I was. A lot of people, like with the name Max, they call him Mad Max. And I ain't never really heard nobody say, oh, Max Buggy. So I'm like, when he, when he just brought that out the blue, and then I got into music, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm like, go with that. You know what I mean? So that was the one name. Was there other names? Because I also know when you're picking a name, mm-hmm. and it fit the personality you want to give. Yeah. Um, sometimes you got a couple different names. Like, my name still hasn't caught on. Daydream the DJ. People, like, stutter over it every time. And I'm like, but that's me. I'm like obscure like that. So I'll pick a name that's in reverse of everybody else. So-and-so, DJ this, DJ that, Daydream the DJ. Like I really don't mix. I really don't scratch. I blend music. It's like a jukebox. And I daydream it. Like I just love to have a great environment. So that's what means me. But I had like 10 names before I picked that name. So did that happen with you when you were settling in on Max Boogie? Um, Yeah, not really. It was um, once... Like I said, I thought about the other names, and I'm like, I don't want to go with that. I mean, I did have, like I said, the Mad Max thing, but um, mm-hmm. that just it didn't stick with me. So then when I um, thought about Max Boogie, you know, and then he also um, he told me why he started calling me that though. It was um, he said I reminded me of Ace, Ace um, Boogie, yeah, yeah. Yep. and I was like, I definitely like that. Ace <laughs> you know what I mean for sure, because yeah, so yeah, that was about it though. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. a good way for your name to come in. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's um, natural. So, when did you start being a performing MC? Because I know it takes a while before you get to the stage. Yeah. You know, performing and getting your craft together and your yeah. writing style and you know figuring out who you are as an artist. Yeah. And then that first day happens where you're about to shit yourself. <laughs> you stay in front of all these people. Yeah. Your track come on and you gotta you gotta perform. So. Yeah. When when did you become a performing MC? You know what, man? I always tell people that um that ask me like I never really had. I started performing really in 2018. Mm-hmm. I never really had a big fair performer. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, from like for real, for real, I never really um I knew this is what I wanted mm-hmm. by the time I got to that point. You know what I mean? And I know I got to get up there. This is what we this this is being artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I might have had like a small little glitch, right? Like my first time performing, mm-hmm. but then once I got up there, I'm like, shit, we up here. This is normal. <laughs> yeah. We up here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless of mistakes or anything, I'm not embarrassed by any of that because it's just like, I mean, this is gonna happen. You know what I mean? So it better happen. Yeah, right. yeah. And that's, that's what we said earlier. Flashing lights for sure. Dude, and that's a part of man, like you said, building yourself as a performer. You know what I mean? So all the years of practice, and now I feel like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, I don't even. Think about it twice when I'm going on, on stage, and I was like, I'm up there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, do you watch other people's performances yeah. and kind of critique it and yeah. steal and shit like that? <laughs> For sure. Um, I can tell you straight up, uh, one of the people I was really, um, I would say, admired by um, is Red and Meth. Oh, performing. no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They perform, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They It ain't like they play the music and um, they standing up there rapping. Yep. They go up there. Yo, one thing we need from y'all is energy. You yep. know what I mean? Because yep. they giving you energy yep. on stage. That's nineties so. hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So um only person I think that beats them is Buster Rhymes. Seeing Buster Rhymes live never was seen. just incredible. Yeah. I, of course, DMX is a whole nother thing. That's, oh, that's a whole nother level. But Buster Rhymes energy is just 
And I saw him when he was with the leaders of the new school. So back in the beginning wow. at UB, um, they used to do the, the tours. And um, we should actually try to get on some opening shows at the colleges. When they, Every year they got like three or four shows that they have. Yeah, I'm definitely looking for it. Yeah, just I think it's the entertainment. I, I don't know. I haven't been to school in God knows how long. But um, the student life, I think it's still the student life. You just reach out to them, send them your music. I used to manage MCs um, right. and artists and stuff, and I would always, it's how I got to meet Nas, how I got to meet Busta Rhymes, how I could just get them on stage. Right. We were handing this where I saw Red and Meth, hand them, uh, at the time it was a CD, here you go, here's our CD. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but at yeah. least, you know, you see yeah. people that you're hearing and you're admiring, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you open it for them, or your artist is opening for them, you get to shake their hand, Fat Joe, wow. um, stuff like that, so... Fat Joe used to, we have to take him over to this um, McDonald's over here in Kensington. Because right. at the time, it was the only 24-hour McDonald's in Buffalo, right? And that was the one place he would go because the person he knew in Buffalo that was able to hook him up met mm-hmm. him there. Right. And he didn't have, it was crazy. He didn't have transportation. So we had to, which is probably the biggest lie he ever told. Mm-hmm. And we had to take him in our little cracked up cars and get him over there yeah. so he can get his McDonald's. And then whatever else he got, and then we took him back to the hotel where they was at. That was the only 24-hour McDonald's back then. So meeting Fat Joe was pretty interesting, too. So as a performing artist, being able to stand on the same stage with those people and, you know, go through that. So that's another route to uh, find yourself in if you haven't tried it already. Because they do do it. They open it up all the time to people. You just got to have a a media kit with your music, um, and then you can go get out there, open up. All right. Um. So, when did you start writing? Because that's another question in itself. Nah, yeah, that's on um, that writing. If we talking about mm-hmm. for real, for real, I started writing, man. I was, uh, <laughs> I might have been like fourteen, fifteen years old, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I said it in the bio. I was really just um looking for a way to express myself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in ways that I was like, you know, holding a lot of stuff in yep. and stuff like that, like, especially growing up, you know, where we grew up at. And, um, yeah, I, I was I was young for real. Mm. I even started, I mean, I started recording too, but it was, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I know. So. I got stuff buried in books that will never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'd be amazed at some of the stuff if I ever... If it ever comes out, I'll be dead. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so they can laugh at me. Yeah. Like, yo, what was you thinking? Yeah. I was just trying to express myself. Yeah. I didn't have a clear way of how to do it. And when I would talk to people, they would look at me like I was crazy. Exactly. So I just yeah. needed to put it in a book and yeah. figure out how to do it. So yeah, that's exactly what makes you close off from talking to people anyway. Because they just, look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just put it on the paper. Uh, which makes all sense and no sense. You know, the, as you get older, you start to move those people out of your life. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you really don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I should be around people who yeah. understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. I should do that more. Yeah, for sure. And that, and are you an introvert? Do you consider yourself to be an introvert or an extrovert? I mean, I don't know. I was, I was probably an introvert, yeah. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I would say introvert. It made me think of that when you talked about the stage. So, yeah. one of the interviews that Prince did, if you can't tell me, he was a Prince fan. I got a huge Prince fan. My favorite artist ever. I'm about to zone out on Prince. I got to pull myself back in. Anyways, this man is an introvert. And he said when he's on stage is when he feels alive. 
So he can perform and do everything you can think about on stage. And then once he's off stage, he just swallows right back up into himself. (laughs) And he can go here and he can go be around people and do this. And he'll just sit in a room. But when you get him on stage, it's on. You'll see the best performer you've ever seen in your entire life. So it's like he saves his energy up. Like, you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. It's kind of like the Dragon Ball Z thing, right? <laughs> they go into this little cocoon for like a year, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. punching and swinging and sweating, and right, then when they yeah. come out, they're the best fighter ever. Right. So that's kind of why I prefer to be an introvert, why I like introverts. So, yeah, for sure. And that's the vibe I got when you talked about um, just getting on stage. Because once you're on there, I got to yeah. do what it do. Yeah, yeah. I'm here now, you know? so, yeah. All right, so what was it like performing at the Natural Hustle Entertainment's second annual performance mm-hmm. Or, yeah, performing with a purpose, the Juneteenth celebration event that they did. Yeah. I butchered that whole thing. <laughs> and you should have seen them look at me. I didn't even have to yeah. look over there and know they looked at me like, yo, Dave, you fucked up. So I'm going to do that again, and it's going to stay in. So <laughs> what was it like performing at the Natural Hustle Entertainment's second annual Performing with a Purpose Juneteenth celebration? Boom. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boom. Man, like I told them all the time, it's always um, a pleasure working with them. They um, oh no doubt, yeah, <laughs> genuine people. And I like I said, I um, man, I don't come across that a lot, especially in the industry, but in the world period. Yeah. So man, I was just um, I was excited to work with them. That's all it is too. And um, come put on the show, best I could. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I hear that because I've known these two for a while, and they grind. Yeah, and I mean, well. Four, five, how many years is it y'all now? Um, what? Five? Years? No, no. Yeah. All, all y'all together. Oh, um, it's probably like the six, six now. Yeah. 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 So, right. yeah, I, I've, I've known them since they were two. <laughs> two, maybe three. Right. <laughs> so, so, um, no, so, so cool. it's not his first time either. Who? His first show with us. Oh, really? Well, I mean, you sound like it. You said you enjoy performing with them, you know, and working with them. Because they are genuine people, and the music industry is a very cutthroat thing. Everybody's out for themselves. I've lost uh, artists way back. It's actually why I'm not in the music industry anymore. When you have an artist sign a contract with a different producer, and you have them already contracted to a producer, and then they choose they want to go with that producer, and then that producer takes them and destroys their career, kills you. Like, kills you. Like, I was dead in the water. Like, I don't know. I can't do anything else because now I'm contractually obligated and I don't even have to, you know, in the streets, you get killed for that. Like, I don't, I can't pay you back. For sure. I took took what I got from you. Now I got to try and talk. So I just stopped messing with them people all along. And the whole time, you know, you out there performing, you in the studio and all different types of people. And they sitting on the side, whispering in the ear. Trying to pull your artist up, trying to pull you, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, yo, all you got to do is shake my hand and we can work something yeah. out. Amen. <laughs> we can work something out. You ain't got yeah. to do it that way. Communication. like Yeah. And so. then, you know, people, the artists themselves sometimes see it and it makes them feel really good about it. Mm-hmm. But they don't think about the type of person that they're leaving or the type of people that they're yeah. working with that yeah. they leave yeah. if they decide to take that route, Right. So, um, the, did you see the Kanye West documentary? I seen most of it. Right, where he of it. he ended up leaving his core crew, yeah. 
making his whole life for himself and yeah. then came back and got him. Yeah. Right? Like most people don't even come back and get them. He came back and got them and they had already established themselves and stuff yeah. like that. And he was just like, all right, well, what do you need? <laughs> right? Yeah. I did what I had to do. Yeah. You took it off my heels. Now we back into it. Most yeah. people don't do that. And that's just how scary the industry is. though. They will steal stuff from you and they don't yeah. even have to. Yeah. All right. Uh, give me your social media one more time and we'll take a break and come back with your song, Stupid Rich, which I yeah. liked also. Um, we'll talk about that when we come we back. we talk about that all day. Yep. But yeah, man, um, man Max Boogie, man. Instagram, Max underscore Boogie BND. Facebook, at Max Boogie. And YouTube, BND Music. All right, we'll be right back to Max Boogie. No, we on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whoa, whoa, stupid rich, stupid rich, yo, we gon' do it till we stupid rich, stupid rich, do it till we stupid rich, yeah, we gon' do it till we stupid rich, fat bags with it, I want mad cash, fat bags with it, I want mad cash, fat bags with it, I want mad cash, fat bags, mad cash, fat bags, nigga, I want mad cash with it, uh, Make that to that fucking sake press. Nigga, I got ambition. Man, listen, boy, be on that damn mission. Cause it ain't shit to lose. We ain't really get the choose. Had to run it up to one. Then I ran it up to two. Then I said, let's double up. I added fire to the fuel. Told them what the fuck was up. They ain't wanna see me up. Looking like the game was up. Then I hit the Kobe clutch back against the wall. Let me know that it was only us. And if I had to fall, I would do it before I grab a crutch. Had it with my arm. Couldn't tell me I ain't have enough. Nigga, this is wrong. Pure hunger, yeah, strong enough. Huh. Born hustler, ain't no in-between. Pump like little Caesars, hot and ready for my bread and cheese. Rhyme till I rise. Ramen noodles turn to fettuccine. Dukes whipping what she choose. Long as it come hella clean. Hella clean. Stupid rich. Stupid rich. Yo, we gon' do it till we stupid rich. Stupid rich, do it till we stupid rich. Yeah, we gon' do it till we stupid rich. Fat bags with it, I want mad cash. Fat bags with it, I want mad cash. Fat bags with it, I want mad cash. Fat bags, mad cash, mad cash. Mad cash, quick dash, pull up in that big jag. You know I be spitting with a purpose. The reason I'm gon' murk it in. All I see is clowns. I'm trying to get about the circus, so I fall back, feeling like I'm X. Where my dogs at? Can I really keep it real and bring that feel back? Real rap, whipping through the section to this wheel crack. Ground like I ain't never had a dime. Can you feel that? Temple rising in despite of the attempts they make. They against me, line them up. I bet I make them shake. They gon' try to downplay it. Tell them it's too fucking great. Vogue on that Shikari tip. Blazing out the fucking gate. Face the highest stakes when I was at my lowest place. Took a shot to feed the fam, and that's the risk I had to take. So, mommy, what you say? Don't not desert a cake. I'm the leader of this race, and they can't be no second place. Whoa. Stupid rich. Stupid rich. Yo, we gon' do it till we stupid rich. Stupid rich. Do it till we stupid rich. Yeah. We gon' do it till we stupid rich. Fat bags with it, I want mad cash. Fat bags with it, I want mad cash. Fat bags with it, I want mad cash. Fat bags, fat bags, mad cash. You know what this is, homeboy. I won't mind, nigga. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's Max Borg shit, man. Feel me? B and D. They told me get how you live, man. It's grind different, nigga. Why? Shit you just don't have to worry about. Like one day, I really would like to be in a space where I don't have to worry about money, right? I had a little bit of brief time during COVID not really worrying about bills, right? Because yeah. bills are getting paid. Yeah. I'm not really going nowhere and spending money other ways, but I was like, so this is what it's like to not give a fuck about your bills. Yeah. Like that's paid yeah. and I don't have to pay my student loans. Like sure. I could take that extra money. We could... Go on an extra trip. We yeah. Stupid rich. <laughs> I wasn't stupid rich. Yeah. But I can understand. Right. So tell me about the song. Okay. How yeah. this song come about? So, man, I was really. Okay, how do I explain that? <laughs> it's got to be a good. Try one. To, um, <laughs> you try to, like, like I said, as an artist, you try to deliver messages and. Entertaining in artistic ways, you know what I mean, and um, that's why I named it Stupid Rich because you know in the society, everybody worried about money. Yeah. So I figured, okay, the name is gonna catch people's attention, and um, you know, I feel like the beat was real hype. Yeah. You know, the song is real hype. That's why I came, how I came on the song, but the um, the real message behind it is really, man, um. Grinding, there you, you know go. What I mean? Yep. Yeah, the real message behind it is grinding. If you listen to what I'm saying, I ain't talking about being stupid rich. It's that piano. Yeah. It's that piano that takes somebody, your mind to a different place, <laughs> just so you know. And, right. and for me, it was the piano. So I had to listen to it a couple times. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> the, yep, the piano yep. just kind of drifts you off. So okay. that's what made me have to think and listen to it a few more times because you really do. Miss those lyrics. Yeah, man. If you listen to it once and just keep moving, you really do miss that. Yeah, that's a fact. So it's like, that's really what it's about, man. Just grind. If you listen to what I'm saying, like I said, I'm not talking about being stupid rich. I'm talking about working hard working yep. to get stupid rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was the that was the process for that. Yeah, cool. I just wish I didn't have to work to get stupid rich. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, for real. Looking uh, at uh. Just looking at what people have to do. I don't know. I, I just think I'm really lazy. I, I love relaxing. That's just the whole thing, yeah, right? For sure. Um, but when you're doing stuff that you love to do, it ain't work. It ain't work. When I tell somebody all the shit that I do, they're like, damn, you do all that? And I'm like, yeah. all right, just do it. <laughs> I like it, right? Well, yeah. every other week you gone or every time you're doing it, I'm like, yeah. I'm just doing the stuff I like to do. Yeah. Hopefully I get stupid rich off of it one day. <laughs> Yep. I'm gonna just keep going until you know I hit the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about yourself, your family. You know, we already talked about the nine month old. You ain't got mm-hmm. to drop. Don't drop a name. <laughs> keep keep the nine month old out of yeah. the media as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, man, we are. Unless um, you want to. Nah, nah, I mean, like anybody close to me already know her name. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But um. Yeah, that's what it's been about, man, for ever since she's been here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you can see, well, if you pay attention to me enough, you can see where I started to pick my grind up. 
You know what I mean? Mm. If I personally, that's what I think. You know what I mean? Um, twenty twenty one, we was you know my girl was pregnant. Mm-hmm. We was doing this and we was having baby showers and stuff like that. So I was working behind the scenes on, on the music, but you didn't see a lot of drops and music and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, Month after, my daughter was born in October 3rd. He was like, oh shit, <laughs> I got to get it. But you feel me? Yeah. Um, I started going crazy just like everything I could get, everything I seen. I'm like, yo, texting the numbers, man. Let me get in, let me get in this, let me yeah. get in that. Yeah. Performing. That's how Boston came about in the first place because um, that was a coast-to-coast performance. Mm. So I seen that. I was like, man, out of town. Did money. I tell you I fucking hate Boston? <laughs> I've DJed yeah. there twice, by the way, so I have some good friends in Boston. But Word. I fucking hate it. it was it was dope, but I I heard what you were saying though, too about it. You know yeah. what I mean? You catch the, you catch that vibe. Oh, it's right there in your face. Yeah, they don't play with it. For you sure. don't want you here. Like okay, yeah. But if you want to spend your money, we'll open the door. <laughs> okay. Exactly. You know. But um, but yeah, that's what it's been about, man. It's um, man. family. Yeah, man. For sure. All right. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to say about that was after I finished that. Four times, maybe the fifth time, Styles P popped into my head. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Yeah, All right. So I'm right on. All right. Drop right into my head. Now, how you feel about that? That's my punch. <laughs> don't hurt. Do it. That's, that's a good, really good MC. Yeah. Like I said, I get that all the time anyway, man. Well, um, uh, you know, the whole the locks. Yep. I get... um. Not a bad group to be compared to yeah, at all. Definitely. I get uh fifty, I get yeah. you know, all of that, you know, around that that group. Are those like your artists, your favorite artists? Fifty. Yeah. Fifty. I do not like fifty cent. Or now I can see now this is the thing. I ain't going I'm not a no hardcore fan, man. I can see why people don't like fifth, but I got my reasons why I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You it's your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live your life. I just liked his earlier stuff. How to yeah. Rob a Nigga? That was my shit. Before that was a mixtape. That was my yeah. yeah. That was my shit. Like yeah. you can hear um. Then he, he was, did what was the Chickenhead song? He did the Chickenhead no no Chickenhead remix. What was it? Can't think of the name of the song, but they had the um. It was TLC, and then it was a couple other people, and then it was No Chickenhead something else. It was like four songs that went together that, that happened, and he did one of them, and I was just like, ah, stay away from that. <laughs> Yeah. And then he dropped some shit that changed the world, and I was like, okay, you can't, you can't come back from the stuff that he did. Yeah. Like the stuff, the Disco Inferno alone was just, yeah, yeah, it hit everybody. Yeah. So everything else was downhill from Fifty Cent. Yeah. Even when when he broke up the group, yeah. just to try and like break up the group to make it funny, he <laughs> broke up the group, and to this day they still arguing about that breakup. But he, where else could he go? He made it, like made it. The Disco Inferno was just. Nuts, and then he did Lollipop, and then he just kept going. He had yeah. what was that? That Dr. Dre album was probably like eight or nine tracks. Yeah. After that, I was like, I don't really like Fifty. It's like, man, you could say that, but at the end of the day, he where he at for a reason. You know, yeah, what no I mean? doubt. Yeah, he so, just didn't change. He didn't add. He didn't add anything yeah, to him. He couldn't like as a um yeah like as you that's that's about accurate as an artist. You can say about oh six it was. Over. It was over. Yeah. You know what I mean? By the time Curtis came, it was, nah, we don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't I don't really understand this. Yep, yeah. I want something different. Because yeah. he couldn't really adapt to how music was moving. You right. You know what I mean? He was stuck in one space. So that's who he is as an artist, and that was it. Honestly, I think that's when he had the plan to leave music and go into TV and movies. 
And he could because you couldn't tell he wasn't really focused, that trash that he put out, <laughs> yeah. you could tell was just like, I'm gonna put this out there. But that vitamin water was right. just like boom, boom. his pockets got big. And yeah. once that happened, it, all the music was just like Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. I think that's what happened. That's why I was like, I don't really like fifty. <laughs> but <laughs> I could jam I'll, they put it on in the club, I'll play it at a wedding and it's right. you know, it's going. But I just, I mean, I'm not like it. That's what a lot of artists do anyway, though. They um, I wish they, they wouldn't, <laughs> because he can write. Yeah, he yeah. got skills. Yeah, definitely. I hate you know to see I mean? an artist, you know, take it that level and not. And the controversy around him take you away from how artistic he actually is, though. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Well, he do that shit on purpose. Yeah. You know, people try not to fuck with him because he don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs> he don't yeah. stop. Hey man, it's like, like stop fifty. No, well, I tell you what, man. When you um, you go and bother somebody for no reason, man, you can't be expect. I mean, you can't be surprised if they turn around, shoot, knock, knock you down or whatever. You know what right, I mean? Right. So, well, I, I was watching his interview. Um, he had and he was talking about being in the uh, film and TV industry. Yeah. And he was like, you know, they do they gangster in a different way. <laughs> Right, yeah. they'll slide a piece of paper across the table, knowing that that piece of paper is not worth your value, right? Mm-hmm. And most people look at it, they see it, and they'll be like, "Okay, great, I'm going with it," right? But he said, "I look at that piece of paper, and I get real gangster with them, and they don't know how to handle it." And I was yeah. like, oh, "Okay, so you just a gorilla for real?" <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "They don't, they don't know what the interaction is. That's that interaction that they have. They don't know how to deal with it. They can only deal with giving you the piece of paper." But the moment you stand close to them, yeah. now all of a sudden you got a problem, yeah. right? So, yeah. and he's like, I just realized that, and I just started standing close to him. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so businessman, I understand. Yeah. I'm with you. That's a fact. All right, uh, what part of Buffalo? Um, east side Buffalo, man. Oh, where, where? You know how we chopped that one up? We chopped the east yeah. side up. Hey, man, you know, um, uh, all over though. Okay, I, mean, I moved around a lot, man. That's why, um. Man, I was when I was young. I lived down across the street on Riley Street. Okay. Um, man, then we moved like down the way area. Oh, you you really uptown. all over? If yeah. you move off of Riley, you really are there. <laughs> That's and what I'm you had a reason to move off of Riley. <laughs> <laughs> word word. All right, what so about favorite foods? Oh shoot, man, I ain't gonna lie, I eat anything. <laughs> 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 I eat anything, man. Is oh. that where that chubby nickname came from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I was um, shit, I always been like that. I ain't never been picky with food. There's certain things I don't eat, but I eat anything, man. Wings. Well, I can eat wings forever, though. I tell you, yeah. that. I can eat wings every day, and people get tired of it. Every I can't time. eat them without blue cheese, though. I got like twenty wings sitting upstairs in the refrigerator. <laughs> my wife brought the other day from this yeah. thing she was at. And she, there was no blue cheese. And I'm looking around like, where's the blue cheese? <laughs> Normally, I would have yeah. tore them damn wings up, but them wings are still sitting there. That's crazy. Nah, I'm going to eat them either way. <laughs> I can't. can't. Got to have some blue cheese with them. Um, what, do you, what are the things you like to do for fun? Um, nah, you know, work take over your life and you forget. But, um, man, I just like to, um, I like to go out, you know, have a good time just with... I'm, I'm more, I want low keto. You know, I like yeah. to go, man, to a nice restaurant, eat, chill, with people that, you know, people mm-hmm. that you got around you. That you like. Yeah. That you, <laughs> that you like be being around. around these people. Yeah. yeah. That you want to be around. Yeah. Um, man, I still like stuff like going to like arcades, Dave and Buster, yeah. eating, and then play after stuff like that, get a drink. Yeah. But I'm on, um, I'm more, I'll say just like some low key fun. That's what I do. I like bowling, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. You know. 
You know, some countries, they don't know what the fuck bowling is. Or have no clue. Some countries are just like, all right, what is, what do you mean? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. we we here to survive. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, so do some more traveling, too. Yeah, that's If you like smart. food, if you like any kind of food, do some yeah, more traveling. For sure. I just um came from Florida um, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I got to see, man, they got fucking, um, they got seafood. Oh, um, yeah. Seafood buffets and stuff like that, man. We get buffets up here. I don't really. Nope. <laughs> Where they gonna get the seafood from? Yeah, exactly. They gotta you ship know? it in, so you might as well get it out the freezer and cook it yourself. Yeah, man. Um, I have my favorite thing to eat in Florida is called grouper. It's delicious. I will have that fish any which way they <laughs> cook it. It's called grouper. First time I had, I was like, I have never tasted fish like this before in my life. Um, and then I had it in a sandwich, and then I had it baked. And then I had it fried. And then I was just like, wherever yeah. I go, as soon as I get to where there's an ocean coastline or something like that, it's yeah. the first thing I look for is grouper on the menu. And my wife is like, they don't have it here. And I'm like, <laughs> that's how much I love it. So, yeah. all right. So what's next coming for you, man? What's man. going on with you? So we got on um, Stupid Rich video. Mm, stupid Rich. We got the video coming soon. We did, um, you'll see, it's, it's entertaining, man. We did um, some... Some robbery scenes for it. Okay. You know, so we got um a couple different locations with it. Um, man, it was I think, you know, I don't wanna give out Mess too much up to yeah, yeah. too much detail, but man, it's it's gonna be a different kind of a video. I like putting you know, create creativity back into my videos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To give that and that give you the vibe of knowing what the song is really about. Yeah. Know? Well so, shit, so. I grew up with thriller, so <laughs> you had kids who was outside all day. Yeah. All of a sudden, for one hour, yeah. crammed in front of a big old box TV with knobs on it, <laughs> yeah. sitting down on top of each other, watching Michael Jackson's Thriller. Right. So I grew I up with Thriller. When you talk about the music, meeting the video, yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah, for sure. It has to meet the video. And that's where you get the extra quality. Because then there's the, it's not just somebody else's video. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's your video. Yeah. It's your music. So it should reflect, you know, the yeah. same thing. So yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah, and then we got on. Um, I mean, next uh, Saturday, we going back to Buffalo Ironworks. We'll be on stage. Um, they got uh, Caleb Bishop, Radio Red Rocks, Rock Nation, there and there. Yeah, Smith. congratulations. Yeah, appreciate it, man. So Duffy, you know, trying to turn up for that for sure. Yeah. Um, man, I got um. I got more music on the way, but I'm keeping that. I'm gonna keep that on rap too. You know, okay, yeah. Till I really, till everything is really set in stone. But yeah, I'm just man. Everything is working process, man. We gonna keep a foot on the gas, though. Yeah, man. Congratulations again, yeah, yeah. though. You know, this was a this was a big win. Yeah, um, definitely. You got the right people. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I was lying to you about that because these two over here, all they do is grind. Right. I, I'm, Get worried about them sometimes. That's, awesome. that's, yep. awesome. that's what they do, yep. and they they love it. They yeah. love it too. And when they talk about it, their eyes are like and they just. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Oh, man, we got this coming. We trying to get into these places in Buffalo, but this racist city. These people ain't trying to, you know. So we about to get our own thing popping, and we got to do this. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, man, keep going, go. Yeah, for sure. I do not have the energy for that shit. So. <laughs> keep going until your knees start hurting. Yeah, Keep going. And even when the knees hurt, that's all that means. Just step back and let somebody else do it while you collect the paper. That's it. Keep it going. Got to have something to you know, make a mark in this world. We're actually really, really small on this planet if you think about it, right? 
Like we walk around as these humans that are oh, I'm a human, right? We could never make a structure tall enough to stand out on this planet. That's that shit right there. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? There is no building we could build tall enough that would stand out on this planet. That's how small we are. That's crazy. Like this shit right here is big on this table. We can't do this shit. That's how small we are. And we think like, oh, this and that. No, we're not that. So you do the best you can with what you have and you find that thing that you love on the inside and you work it to death. And that's why I like, I think that's why I love that Beyonce album because that's all she's talking about is loving yourself. And well, she got a couple other ones too. Painting the world pussy pink, I think was a quote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Beyonce. But, um, um, I had a great time talking with you today, man. Um, what are, what are some other passions you have? Man, um, be honest, man. This is it. I hear you. This is it. Locked man. in. This is where it's at. I mean, I could find other things to be interested in for a moment. You know what I mean? But this, this is the ride. This is where I stay. You know, I'm focused on this. I'm, and I love doing it. You know what I mean? So you're gonna be doing this at like sixty? <laughs> <laughs> ah, let me give me give me like forty five. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Forty five. I think like you're still gonna be writing though. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I could. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that know. that's gonna go away. I think yeah. it's still going. I think you'll find a. That's why I said about fifty, right? I think he transitioned, and the stuff that he could be saying, he's actually producing, yeah. right? Like yeah. I haven't watched Power. I hear it's excellent. Yeah. I just haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I like dumb shit. Like, <laughs> I, stuff nah, like you that. Gotta get that. You gotta get that on Power, though. But nah. sometimes, if you're watching shit you've seen your whole life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's what it's described to me. As some, you know, some of my closest friends are like, "Yo, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah," but and I'm like, "Well, great." I like shit like Shameless. Yeah, you ever watch Shameless? Yeah, yeah definitely. The, the what they talk about it, that's real life shit, and yeah. the shit they going through is crazy. But I like shit like that, stupid shit like that, and of yeah. course, um, Marvel and DC oh, and yeah, stuff like that. You can yeah. see all the damn characters I got up in here. I got a whole Star Wars closet in there oh, yeah. with fucking planes and all this other shit. So I'm I'm a, a black nerd. Or I'm just a nerd, right? So, um, yeah. so when it comes to loving who you are and loving the things that you are doing, that's the best thing you could pass on, yeah. right? So yeah. you, you're you on a journey for yourself. I appreciate that. That's really cool, man. Yeah. And you yeah. got it at a good age. So yeah. rock yeah. it out, man. Do what you got to do. Yeah, for sure. Don't let nobody like me tell you that you can't, because <laughs> us old people will, Man. and we'll try to change our the gray in our and all this other shit to look like you. But we'll tell you <laughs> that you ain't doing something. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> ain't nobody ever really been able to tell me much. Awesome. <laughs> so. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you for stopping by. Neat, comma yeah. straight up or on the rocks, the podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? Uh, one last time, drop off your uh, social media stuff. Do y'all yeah. want to say something or y'all good? Y'all in the background or y'all good? So far, Max. All right. Yeah, yeah man. Perfect. Um, I got a hat for you. Max Bug on Instagram, Max underscore Boogie BND. Facebook at Max Boogie. And we're going to do the YouTube BND Music. All right. And that's where that, that video, your video is going to start popping up at? Yeah. Okay. So, sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. What's good, man? It's Max Boogie. You can find me on Instagram at Max underscore Boogie BND. You can find me on Facebook at Max Boogie. You can find me on YouTube, 
BND Music.